Hello, and welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Sisters, it was kind of a rough weekend. <laughs> it was. Was it? Yeah. It was. It was kind of a rough weekend. We, uh, Justin went out of town. The boys were doing live shows. And uh, mom and dad usually help me out a lot with the two girls. Um, but they are doing Shrek in community theater. I was going to say the musical. Like, we're not just, you know. <laughs> they're, they're, doing, <laughs> they're really into Shrek right now. They're just marathoning the Shrek movies at home over and over and over again. <laughs> they they like, Annual Shrekering of the uh, our parents. <laughs> no, they they are doing it in the they're doing the show in the park for outdoor theater, and so they have been lost in the world of ogres, Shrek. of Shrek, <laughs> of trying to make a man appear to be a an ogre without looking ridiculous. That's a that's quite a feat. It, it is. I've never seen the stage production. Is there a little Cookie Man? There, there sure is. is. Is, if you've never seen the stage production, there is a professional film version of it on Netflix. <laughs> That's true. I've seen that, but you know, not all that stuff. Like, I don't know how you make a little cookie man on stage. It's it's like a puppet. He's yeah. like on the tray and, and there's somebody hides behind the tray. and somebody hides behind and makes a move. And actually, then sh- she just carries him around as a hand puppet. Mm-hmm. Right. The actress who has him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cute. All right. Yeah. Um. Sadly, yes, not an actual cookie man. I say, you, no. did, you did just ruin my suspension of disbelief by letting me know there was, in fact, an actress behind the cookie man. But, you know. Well, I think it's like one of those. It's like in, uh, don't they do that in Avenue Q where you like you see the people holding yeah. the puppets? It's yeah. kind of like that thing. Like, yeah. they're not attempting to hide the actor. It's just, there she is. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so as a result, I was kind of doing it on my own. And um, our power went out for a while. And it came back on, and I thought, okay, well, we survived that. That it wasn't was only that like big a two deal. Hours. Yeah, it wasn't that big a deal. But then I noticed the house gradually getting hotter and hotter. <laughs> and it turned out that our AC went off. And it never came back on. No. And it it was like 88 degrees outside. Yeah, it was hot. It's 95 today. Um, it was very hot, and it was very difficult to have two small children in this very hot house. And... Uh, the list just goes on. Mom got her phone stolen. Did she get it back? Mom's yes. Yeah, I uh, she <laughs> she drove. She was at Walmart. She was in the greeting card aisle looking at Father's Day cards, and she turned around, and it had been sticking out of the pocket in the side of her purse, and it was gone. And there were like things in her purse there that were on the ground, so somebody had just grabbed it out of her purse. Um, so she came to my house drove straight here and she was very upset so i called the phone and nobody answered so i texted it (laughs) and i lied i said that her husband was a police officer and we (laughs) tracked the phone because i did i i did track the phone i have find my friends and i could see that it was still in walmart and so i said we know you're still in walmart i've tracked your phone if you turn it in at the service desk this can be the end of it and it was turned in at the service turned in at the service (laughs) Sydney fibbed. I didn't want to. Well, what was I going to say? Hi, this is 
this is her daughter and I have find my friends and I know you're still in Walmart. Please go back. I am going to load my three year old and my four month old into the car and drive to Walmart and find you and give you a very stern talking to if you don't give the phone to the service desk. Even though the tracker on find my friends is not that accurate and all I know is that you are in the radius of Walmart. (laughs) I don't know what aisle you're in. You know I will say I'm glad that this worked out but I think that sometimes that find my friends tracker especially in the case of stolen phones is more dangerous than good because like you know what if somebody especially in new york if somebody takes my phone and i can like track them to an apartment building i'm not gonna go there that's, yeah that's how well, before and i'm like great you have it now i know where it lives I'll well send it, that's what I'll, <laughs> I'll send it birthday cards once a year <laughs> my next move if it wasn't turned in was gonna text because here's the thing there's not much you can't get a lot of money for a stolen iphone unless you know how to well. like you can turn in old phones that are like turned off at like there we have phone repair places here that you can turn in and they'll take the screens for like 30 or 40 dollars that's what i was gonna say it's like 35 bucks is what you get for them so my next move was gonna be to text the phone and say (laughs) i will give you 35 dollars if you just give us the phone back well you can like seriously just give us i mean if you need 35 bucks that bad let me give you the $35 and please give my mom her phone back. It has a, a bunch of pictures of my children on it and she is very upset that she's lost them. Could you please just give us the phone back? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. I will I, say it's a good out. It's a good thing she doesn't keep it in the case that she usually keeps it in, which has like little slots for her cards and ID and stuff in it. Yeah. Because if that was true, that would not have been good. Mm-hmm. See, that, I don't understand why anybody uses those. And I think you... You do, don't you, Sid? Yeah, right there. So I don't, because I had my phone stolen the once, and I literally, like, was checking out at a store, and I pulled my card out, and I put my phone, like, on the counter next to me, and I grabbed all my bags, like, walked out the door, went, oh, God, oh, God, turned around, it was gone. But the thing was, so was everything else. So, like... That would oh, suck. You need an ID to get a new credit card? Oops, that was there too. You need a phone to figure out how to get any of that? <laughs> That's gone too. Oops. <laughs> that would be, and that would be terrible. This, this is my message to anybody who wants to steal our phones. If you ask me for $35, I'll probably give it to you. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just, that's the sort of person I am. I'll probably just give you the money. Uh, yeah. So please do that and save me the inconvenience of taking my phone. See, I've taken yeah. the same philosophy I take with my like, grow speed up bicycle as i have now taken with my phone my phone is still a five it will never not be a five it's a it's a beat up piece of crap and the screen's broke and that's all for the better because (laughs) who would want this you couldn't pay somebody to take this it's awesome (laughs) see the good thing about my phone is it's a plus so it's already bigger than the regular iphone but i got this really protective life proof case for it after it got run over by a car so it would no longer be destroyed by being run over by a car (laughs) Um, which makes it about an inch wider on all sides. So it's so big now that it doesn't even fit in my pocket. So if someone stole it from me, they'd have to carry it. And mm-hmm. I would see it in their hands and be like, wait a minute, that's a phone that's too big to fit in your pocket. That's that has true. to be my phone. That's true. I don't carry a purse anymore. So like my phone lives in my armpit most of the time. I'm like, <laughs> it just I just tuck it under my armpit and carry it around with me. So you'd really have to be crafty to get it without me noticing. <laughs> Also, it's in my armpit. Do you really want it? <laughs> um, but that's not... Well, let's not talk about any of that, because that's no fun. <laughs> uh, Riley, you did something very uh, exciting and dangerous this weekend. I did. Do, I mean, do you, <laughs> well, that, and that's the show, that's folks. The show. <laughs> um, no, I went cliff jumping 
into water, not just like jumping off of cliffs. Cliff jumping well, into water. Into <laughs> water. Important differentiation there. Thank you for clarifying that. I don't think I don't think it's like an activity if well, there's no, not don't people, water. Don't people do like base jumping and stuff? Like they jump off of just like really high like Yeah, but you have to have like a parachute. You have like, yeah. Well that's what I'm saying. Like I didn't do that. <laughs> oh boy. That's called base jumping though. But you can do base jumping off of cliffs. Yes. And your base is a cliff. Yes. When you're cliff jumping. Okay. Well, so <laughs> Riley jumped off cliffs into water. <laughs> um, this was very dangerous. Yeah. I told you you shouldn't do it. Well, you also said you had done it. Yes. And then mom said, I've done it. And now Taylor has said yeah, she's I did done it. it. I was trying for one of those do as I say, not as I do kind of things. Well, I told everyone that so that was what I was doing that day because there's a lake that's in Kentucky, but it's like 30 minutes away from where we live um, and a lot of people go there to either like rent a boat or jump off the cliffs because it's like a thing that teenagers around here do and I guess have done for a, a while. Yeah. Um, so I told, you know, mom and dad, Sydney and Justin were there um, and told them that's what they were doing that what I was doing that day. And dad jokingly, I thought, said, don't do any cliff diving. But, like, I thought that was insinuated that when you go there, like, that's what you do is you jump off the cliffs. So, I was like, oh, I won't do that because, like, I wasn't going to dive off these cliffs. I'm not that good of a mm-hmm. swimmer. I can't dive. Um, but then I came back and was like, man, today the highest one I jumped off of was, like, 24, 25 feet. He was like, what do you mean? It's like, a little cliff. He said, I told you not to cliff dive. I said, well, I didn't dive. I jumped. I don't think you can dive. There are people diving. People dive. Oh. It's not a good idea, though. It's you not. You gotta get far enough out so that you don't hit your head and die. Yeah. There are people diving. There are also people doing, Ugh. like, front flips and back flips and, like, handstands on the edge of the rocks and then flipping off. I did not do any of that. I just kind of jumped straight down with my eyes closed and my nose plugged. <laughs> yeah, what, what is that that impulse? And I, I feel like it's a very specific age range that you have it in. And you're, you're at the tail end of it, Riley, but you're still there. Where it's like, oh, wait. Someone easily survived doing it that way. I got to find a way to up the ante. So I'm more yeah. likely yeah. to not. <laughs> like, what, what, what points do you get? Well, I, I really think that when, when people talk about the invincibility of youth, that's a real thing like you really just think like oh i'll be fine i mean it doesn't cross your mind that like this is incredibly dangerous oh it did many times because sydney before we left you brought up um the brain eating bacteria that could live in water (laughs) it's an amoeba but amoeba bacteria whatever (laughs) that uh you know you jump in you don't plug your nose or you your hand slips off your nose it gets up your nose and eats your brain and a few days later you're dead there's nothing to do about it yeah it's called naglaria fowlery and it will just go right up your nose through the cribriform plate and into your brain that can also happen with neti pots though right Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> any, any reason that you're forcing water up your nose. Extreme sport neti pots. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I was worried about that. Then I just kept looking at these rocks that are on the edge of the cliff. And they're all, like, along the edge pretty smooth. Mm-hmm. And people have been jumping off of them. So, like, there was, like, a thin layer of water along the edge of it. I was like, what if I step and slip? And then I just slip backwards and hit my head. And then my head falls open. Mm-hmm. And then I fall off the edge of this. And then I drown. But my head is also split in half. So, even if I survive the fall, and then the brain-eating amoebas are going to just go straight into my brain. Mm-hmm. And it's it's split an open, open buffet. <laughs> these, so, like, these are all the things I'm going to tell my children when they get older to try to discourage them from doing this. These are all the concerns I had. But also, I was there with my boyfriend who i trust and he he did it and he was like i'm fine i was like that's probably fine good i love (laughs) that you just justified it with peer pressure yeah 
Uh, yeah, the, 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 that's 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 how you know something's okay. Someone does it once and doesn't die. Okay, yeah, this is other totally teenagers safe. think it's a good idea. Other, I watched I watched three teenagers who I was there with that I am friends with do it before me, and I was like, none of them died. They did a jump beforehand, so they didn't slip. It's probably fine. This is why this is why that old thing that parents are supposed to say, like, well, if all your friends jumped off a bridge, would you do it too? This is why that doesn't work. Because yes, 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 no, I, Riley. I the answer for Riley is yes, she would. <laughs> she did it. She it wasn't a bridge. It. it was a cliff. Right. But yes. I thought through it logically. And I, th- I thought, I think the chances of something bad happening are slightly <laughs> lower than the chances of me just having a good old fall into some water. They'll probably feel pretty good because it's really hot outside. Oh, so you were there during the day? Yeah. Oh, well, all right. That's I went at night, so that was oh, that was extra, dumb. That's dangerous. extra spooky times. Yeah. I did. I I went once and I jumped off of one of the very low ones. Yeah. And it scared the crap out of me. And I said, "I'm good." I didn't even really like being in the lake. Being in the lake made me nervous. Really? Couldn't see to the bottom. I mean, you can't I didn't see know to the bottom down there. And I. I don't, I don't know. See, I, I <laughs> <laughs> it all made me very nervous. <laughs> I don't remember having any, any of the practical concerns of like, oh no, what if I slip and I hurt myself? It was more like there's definitely a serial killer here because we are a bunch of teens late at night in bathing suits having <laughs> a fun a time. There maybe was some Budweiser involved. This is somebody Uh-oh. is going to get murdered. Uh, I also, I don't know if this is hereditary or not. I have found that I have a an irrational fear of very large fish yeah yeah right well yeah i'm not sure i have that too fish fish yeah i have that too too. yeah well and i've always wondered if it was because (laughs) you know the stories they tell you about the ohio river here what like catfish that eat you yeah that there are catfish the size of cars yeah that'll eat you yeah um i'm and i know fish aren't gonna hurt me because they're little fish but there was one uh cliff that we found another area that you could jump off into and the first area we were at didn't have any fish in the water that you were jumping into because there were so many boats i guess mm-hmm. that there weren't any fish around in that area yeah um but the second one we were going to is in more of like a cavernous area so there were a lot of fish and stuff and everyone was like hey you want to jump off into this one it's even lower than all the other ones we've been off of and it was pretty low but the edge that you have to climb back up to get back up to the rock there are a lot of fish around it i was like I think I'll I think I'll pass. No, no. <laughs> it's not the height, it's the well, fish. <laughs> and that's the worst the worst for me. Um this is not a dangerous we're talking about dumb teen stunts, by the way. Yeah. We haven't made that if we haven't made that clear. We're starting with cliff jumping because Riley has recently participated. Yeah. Um this isn't really a, a teen stunt, but I we it's... used to occasionally rent a boat and go out on Beach Fork Lake mm-hmm. and just like motor around the lake. Yeah. On a boat. I don't know. For, for whatever reason. Yeah. And it is full of carp. Oh, they scare me. And <laughs> carp are... I'm sorry if somebody out there loves carp. I am not trying to offend you. They I'm gross me out. I'm sorry if carp are listening right now. <laughs> I think but carp I'm not are really. gross. And there are so many that when you... And there people feed them right there around the dock. So yeah. if you just walk onto the dock... They're all... They right just there. like all rise from the water. And there's no water. It's just like carp mouths all yeah. around you <laughs> oh i didn't i didn't realize i had this fear until i was in japan it was like look at the beautiful koi pond would you like to feed the koi fish and then it's just like they just attack and they're just oh. like these shiny dangerous muscle tubes of hate and hunger <laughs> and and i just all i can picture is my my desiccated corpse down there just being consumed like nope don't like them not peaceful 
Don't want to paint this into a beautiful no, visage. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, I, I can't even like my the pet store where I buy bird feed to, to like feed my fire escape birds because I have those. Uh, <laughs> I have to walk by the the aquarium tanks of, ver- of slightly large fish and I can't make direct eye contact. <laughs> I See, I don't know if I'm that. Like if they're in an aquarium, I think I'm okay. Yeah. Although I will say when we were down in the Atlanta aquarium and they have like that tunnel you walk through Hmm. with like all the fish all around you. Yeah. You know, one of those underwater tunnels. That was a little, that was a little scary. A little much. Yeah, Yeah, that was a little much. Like I'm looking (laughs) over there like giant rays flying over my head and I'm like, (laughs) see, (laughs) what if this thing just crashes? (laughs) Fish creatures like that, I'm fine with. It's just the, the fish, like a ray, like one of those things that like the things mm-hmm. in aquariums where you can touch the backs of them. Yeah. And, like look at them. Like nope. that's fine. But just like. Some of them are sting. Except for the rays. sting ones. <laughs> Some of them Aren't are sting. Aren't there the. <laughs> <laughs> Not like sting, like, you know, sting. Like, like the ones that are just like big flat <laughs> love pancakes. <laughs> those. I'm fine with those. Um. Uh, the thing you know what the thing when i went cliff jumping i did not think i had succumbed to peer pressure even though i did not want to do that i don't i'm not like a i'm not one of those i'm not particularly afraid of heights i I don't enjoy them but i don't have i don't have a phobia but i don't enjoy them yeah i think i'm there with you like i'm not deathly afraid of them i can look at them Mm -hmm. but they make me uncomfy yes (laughs) and and I I definitely didn't want to, but then after I got there and everybody was talking about how fun it was and I started thinking like, I'm going to look back on this in my life and think I never did it and I should have and I chickened out and that's peer pressure though. That's what it yeah. was. Like it was like I look definitely. back now and go, I let I let my friends talk me into jumping off a cliff. But yeah. like at the moment you, you rationalize it like I'm supposed to do these things. I'm supposed to live life and have adventures and have these experiences, even though there's a big part of your brain that's going, Don't jump off things. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> but but don't you think some part of that I don't know, like I think it's more than just peer pressure. Like I think it's some sort of like imperative to like well, if there is something that, you know, I, I can do that is, like, going to prove myself in some way, I should do it. And, I mean, I'm saying this, like, as some, <laughs> I just fully, fully recognize that I give in to the stupid things that people do to, like, prove that they're tough. It's not even tough. Like, how much wasabi can you eat on a cracker? It's like, watch <laughs> go. Like, it's just the dumb stuff that you do. And I, is it peer pressure? It's like a weird way of showing off. It's like a party trick. Like, look at, I can do the dumbest thing. I think part of me wanted to, though, like, I don't think if I was there by myself, I don't think I maybe would have. But, like, part of me was just like, yeah, this is, like, a thing that might be fun and, like, a thing I normally wouldn't, like, allow myself <laughs> to do. But, like, while we're here. Well, but, I mean, isn't there a difference between, because I think, like, I have repelled. I have gone repelling. Mm-hmm. And I found it terrifying. Yeah. But we were, when I went repelling, like, the the friends in the group I was with, we were with a professional company. Yeah. People who knew how to do this. They had the appropriate equipment. I was hooked up by them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I had on all the protective gear that you wear. So people, like, encouraged me to do it. And I think that's a good thing. You know, like, yeah. I had this experience. I found it terrifying. But when I got to the bottom, I thought, oh, I just did that. I yeah. did that. And I feel really proud and i did but but it was all like supervised we're talking about the kind of stuff you do as a teenager where you know like 
nobody wants you to jump off those cliffs yeah this is like, an area where like you park to go in and you're allowed to go like hang out on the cliffs and stuff and like swim in the lake mm-hmm. you're not supposed to jump from the cliffs into the lake like they have no. signs that say no cliff jumping yes i mean this, i'm talking about the stuff not like i'm gonna push myself to do something that is scary for me but but probably safe into this is scary for me and very likely dangerous yeah i mean repelling can be dangerous yeah, yes but i wasn't i didn't just like ta- tie a rope around a tree and you know <laughs> work my way down the mountain on my own like i had professionals all right showing well, me how to do it what kind of professional do you for cliff jumping though there's a cliff jump there well maybe that's a good endorsement a for not thing. doing it yeah <laughs> maybe just like don't ever <laughs> you don't need a professional to do it i don't know i mean because I, I feel like it's 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 Maybe part of it is peer pressure, but it's something else and I can't really quantify it. Like, it's the same reason, like, the first time I ever, like, stage dove. It's like, I don't like being in front of big crowds of people or having lots of people touch me. And that is legit both ends, like, the bookends of diving off a stage at a concert. (laughs) And yet I was like, but I have to do this because it defines something about me that I want to be true. So I have to do this. I don't think it has as much to do with my peers as much as it is, like, you're trying to define yourself when you're a kid, you know? Is that like an innate human instinct of some sort of some like trial that we feel we must go through? I mean, that like you could find like sociological roots of that, like things that we feel we must endure through adolescence to become adults. And I think they, like a rite of passage. Yeah, they usually know. are something that involves risk, sometimes pain. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's maybe this is the modern version of yeah. that I mean, you did jump off a rock it did hurt my butt a little bit yeah because <laughs> like you're supposed to just go with your legs straight down but then like you just can't help it sometimes they bend a little bit while you're falling and then it, landing on my butt. well it's a lot to think about it is well i remember because uh when i went um i don't know if you encountered these right well, we talked like there, there are higher cliffs that are really yeah. they are dangerous to jump up up because mm-hmm. the sheer height alone like if you don't go in at the right angle, you're going to bruise yourself, if not, like, like... Break bones. Yeah. Yeah. The and, ones that are, like, 50 feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to, like, like breathe all of the air out of your body, like, before you hit the water. You don't want to go in with air in your body, because then, I don't know, it's going to explode your lungs. I don't, I don't know. know. Like, this is, I don't know. <laughs> this is definitely the stuff that I heard from, like, my cousin that did it that was a year older than me. Like, you got to let all the air out of your body or you're going to die. It's like, oh, okay. How do you do that? So Ooh. I won't be doing that. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know why that would Yeah. I mean, I just know that if you hit the water at the wrong angle, it's like hitting hit concrete. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, or, or also if you go in and you dive, you go down too far and then you can't get up again before you run out of mm-hmm. breath. <laughs> or if you hit something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there the highest one we went off of was like I think maybe twenty five feet at the most. And there was a fifteen foot one and a ten foot one that we also went off of. Um but there are higher ones that are that are, one has a name that has a bad word in it. Uh, <laughs> oh, crap is the way we could say it. Yeah, it's supposed to be like what you say whenever you <laughs> look yeah. over the edge of it because you're like, oh, crap, that's high. Um, we couldn't find those. And also, I was not going to jump off of those, even if we had found them, Good. because I could not do that. Good. Uh, the thing that I, I told Riley as she was leaving to go do this was, you really don't want this to be your obituary, Riley. Yeah. Please, please don't do anything dumb. <laughs> Please be safe. <laughs> Please. Uh, there have been a lot of other dumb teen stunts I know I have attempted. Um, and I want to talk about those. But before we do. Let's check the group message. 
Sisters, we have a very exciting sponsor to tell you about this week. We do. Um, we are brought to you this week by ModCloth. And we've talked to you about ModCloth before because we were all big fans of ModCloth even prior to them. Yeah, sponsoring our show. Yeah, it was actually really exciting that they wanted to advertise on our show because we can tell you honestly that, uh, as I have said, it is the only um, like shopping tab that is saved at the top of my, Mm -hmm. my internet browser because I go there so often. They're the only app, shopping app I have on my phone. Yeah. Um, Still Buffering is supported in part by ModCloth, the fun, friendly spot for style that's as expressive and unique as you. Um, And sunny days are calling. It's certainly sunny here and quite hot. Yeah. And you can nab everything from travel-inspired prints to breezy sundresses, plus denim, 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 and more denim. Find a variety of styles in a full size range from extra, extra small to 4X. Um, And like I said, we have all bought super cute clothes from ModCloth in the past. Um... I have bought accessories and little things for our house and like our rooms and mm-hmm. stuff. Like it's not just clothes. We have everything. Uh, my swimsuits, all the swimsuits, especially um, as I have, my body has changed a great deal through the journey of childbirth. And I really like mod cloth for suits that are still flattering, even as I change in size and shape and everything throughout the years. You know, I still I still find suits that I feel really good about myself in, which is can be a challenge after you've kind of gone through childbirth and your body has changed a lot. And I think mod cloth has a lot of different like body types in turn, like in mind when they have their suit selection. So I really like that. Mm. Yeah. So, Taylor, if our listeners want to check out mod cloth what should they do well you should uh you can, through us you can get 15 percent off your purchase of 100 dollars or more if you go to modcloth.com and uh, use the code buffering at checkout uh this offer expires september 1st 2018 so you've got some time but get on over to modcloth.com and get 15 percent off your purchase of 100 dollars or more using code buffering so check that out right now that's m-o-d-c-l-o-t-h dot com Get those cactus pants. I love mine. <laughs> Get those cactus pants. Oh, they're so cute. I, I, I wore them for like a 1940s theme thing because they're kind of like high-waisted and they're pleated. They're just the best. I hope they're still there. Everybody get those cactus <laughs> pants. Um, so other than cliff jumping, which are you done with that now, Riley? Can we say like you're not going to do it again now that you, you did it? You saw what it was yeah. all about. You're satisfied with jumping off things. Yeah, my friends want to go back to the lake and, like, get a boat and just, like, boat around the lake, which I'm fine with. I'll get in a boat. Mm-hmm. You're, like, we're yes. meant to be ground people, <laughs> and being in a boat is as close as you can be to being on surface of water and, like, yes. ground water. That's fine. If they want to jump off things, I will hold their things for them, and I will watch the boat. <laughs> but I won't be jumping off of any more things. <laughs> uh, we, I know that I, that I did that, and I look back and think, man, I was lucky that nothing went wrong, and I'm you know I, I don't plan on doing that again um i also know that and there's a lot of room for this stuff i guess it might maybe part of it depends on where you grew up in west virginia there's a lot of room to do like dangerous outdoor activities i was thinking about that when we were sitting up there on top of these super high cliffs in the middle of this lake in the middle of the woods i was like this is a thing that you could not do and experience if you did not live somewhere like this mm-hmm. like people who grew up in cities like <laughs> this would be so foreign to them just like drive 20 minutes in one direction you're at giant cliffs with with the lake <laughs> well i mean that's why i was like we had friends who ran one of the um water rafting companies mm-hmm. um so a, a lot of people like to go whitewater rafting in west virginia that's a that's a common 
like tourist activity. Mm -hmm. And we had friends who owned one of the companies. And so we went and like spent the night in the big like lodge place, like Mm -hmm. in the big room and in um, sleeping bags and then we went rafting with I mean and, and let me say the rafting part because that can be really dangerous if yeah. you don't know what you're doing they were guides like these people were guides so they that was safe yeah we went rafting with people who knew what they were doing and led guided tours to do just this thing right but they also had like outdoor things for for people to do there like like um, zip lining and rappelling and things like that and we went zip lining like in the middle of the night Okay, well, that's not smart. No, no. <laughs> and it, and it's funny because, like, I look back on it as um, one of the most fun things I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so dumb. I mean, we to get to it, we had to climb a tree. It was raining and it was dark. And we cl- We had, and so first of all, I could have just fallen out of the tree. Right. Because I'm not particularly great at climbing trees, but we, <laughs> or anything, or walking, or standing without falling, anything like that. I'm not particularly great at. Right. But I climbed this tree, and then they they're hooking me up, in the like in the dark in the rain to the equipment, and like they know what they're doing, but it's dark and it's raining. <laughs> and then I'm ziplining, and as I'm going across, like I couldn't see anything. Imagine that you're just flying through the air, pitch black. All I see is like darkness and I'm being hit in the face with raindrops the whole way. Sounds <gasps> kind of fun though. It was kind of fun. Sounds kind of fun. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of fun. I do we, to to get down the way that they had us get down cuz I don't know I don't remember what you usually did, but we had these big high bleachers that like two of the guys were like carrying around to put wherever the person ended up on the zip line and then to put underneath them and then you would just like stand on the highest thing on the bleacher and then unhook yourself and climb down <laughs> it was so dumb it was so dumb yeah, but it was fun I, don't, I feel like there's a lot of that like risk reward kind of thing that you know i mean that's that's why you do those things i i, I can think of so many nights where i've been doing a, a dumb thing that seemed dumb but the reward is what you're there for i mean i remember like with my friends in college or my 20s like sneaking into and past uh, uh, like a meat packing plant along the Gowanus Canal so we could go sit along the water of the Gowanus Canal which is disgusting but it for the night it was a beautiful view we were along water there was the <laughs> you could actually see the sky uh, we all woke up with a weird rash the next day because <laughs> Gowanus Canal but you know like that was that it's almost you the payoff is the the, the thrill like you know, like we snuck under fences and like, you know, like mm-hmm. did something kind of dangerous. And then your payoff is that you didn't get in trouble, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just it's so I, I don't know what it is. I I really think there is a difference. Like you do stuff at that point in your life. Are we missing out as we get older? Because those that voice that tells you, like, don't, don't do this. You could die. Stop. Stop what you're doing. Like. It, it becomes so much louder. I would not do this stuff now. But would you ever jump off a cliff? Not now. Taylor, would you? See, I would, but I, I, I think... I was going to say, I bet Taylor would. Absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, even just like a, like a few years ago, I, I, I mean, this is not a, a high-risk activity, but I, I think it's still... Like, I think there's, like, stupid things that are just flat-out stupid. Like, I'm going to try to crush this can against my head. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's something I never <laughs> need to do. 
it's the it's the risk versus reward benefit. It's like you might do this thing that could have some danger in it, but it might give you a really exhilarating, beautiful experience. And I think, you know, jumping off a cliff is a really exhilarating, beautiful experience. Landing in water, obviously. Um, yeah, <laughs> like uh, just a few years ago, I climbed Mount Fuji, and it was like during the rainy season, it was like you're supposed to kind of do it over the course of maybe like a day and a half. You could do it in a day, but it rained so much that I really only had like a day to do it in the time that I was there uh, in, in that, that town. And it was like snowing at the top. Like we got about ha- like to the last like one third of it and it started snowing and a lot of people were turning back and it was getting really slippery and it was getting really hard. But, you know, like a fair amount of people kept going because at that point it's actually safer to try to just barrel through and get to the top so you could take the easy way down than just to turn around. But, mm-hmm. you know... After all of it, I was really, really glad that I did it, despite the obvious perils and and possible like you know pain that went along with it. Um, because I don't know, it's and I can't say that it, it it does me any good. Like other than being able to say that like I did it, but I don't know. I think that's a weird part of human nature. Yeah, it's it's very much like the time that I mean, you climbed climbed Mount Fuji, I climbed that man-made mountain that's like a rock cut on the side of the highway out by the airport that time it's very similar right (laughs) it's almost like the same story it's almost like the same thing i mean (laughs) you know there's an old saying that a wise man climbs mount fuji once and only once and then i think it also continues to say and uh a wise man climbs the hills by the airport maybe maybe (laughs) never but i don't know i've never done it myself so i wouldn't know well, I mean, we were there for breakfast, so we may as well go ahead and climb the mountain that's next to it. <laughs> Isn't right. that just like a weird, like, young young adult teenage imperative? Like, ah, oh, that's a big thing. I should climb it. That's what it was. <laughs> we were we were driving back from the airport. We had gone to the airport for breakfast, which already... Why? I don't know. I don't I don't know. I Because peer pressure. My friend said, we should go to the airport for breakfast. And I said, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. I like breakfast pancakes so we we were driving back and there was the mountain and i don't remember who somebody said we should climb that and then we pulled over and we did and you imagine what that looked like if you were driving by i mean dumb <laughs> it's west virginia everybody does wilderness stuff maybe they just thought you were doing a wilderness thing i mean but we were just like in jeans and like whatever like i don't know whatever we had rolled out of bed in that morning and we were just like climbing the side of it of this mountain <laughs> Like falling back down and climbing again and sliding halfway down and trying to work our way back up. It's like the little kids who ha- leave their socks on and try to climb up the slicky slide. And yes. they keep sliding yeah. back down because their socks don't give them any traction. Well, even that, the, the, the need to climb up the slippy slide. That is the basis for, I think, everything we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. That's probably true. <laughs> that really is. It's or the like same jump impulse. off the swing when you get so high and yeah. land, in, land uh-huh. on your feet. Try to make the swing go all the way around. Did you ever try to do that? I tried, but like it never happened. I never wanted the swing to do that, but I did like swing as hard as I could and then jump off. Yeah. Mid. Yeah. Well, I think this, I mean, also like, I know, I know Riley likes roller coasters. Sid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't, for a long time, I didn't. I forget. I finally went on something that went upside down and I lost my fear of it. Yeah. That was always my first question whenever you all would take me on roller coasters was, does it go upside down? <laughs> 
Eventually, uh, I was fine with that. I don't know what happened, but <laughs> I, well, it you know what almost set me back though was that I went on the um, the Son of Beast before it was shut down. Right before and it got <laughs> shut down. Yeah, because someone actually got hurt on it. Right? Somebody got very hurt on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And so after that, that scared because I was like, I trusted everybody that I went on these upside down <laughs> roller coasters, and now look, it's gone. It really freaked me out for a while. Yeah, but I'm I'm back. I can go on roller coasters right. again. Just in case you were wondering if Sydney was down <laughs> for an amusement park trip, she's back. If you're planning on inviting me to go on an upside down roller coaster with you, I will now say yes. Hmm. She's back. Yes. So don't worry. Um, we there were there were really though as a teenager there were things that like like we kind of talked about you get a payoff for maybe yeah but there were things we did that I know like now as an adult like that was really dumb like. There was a while where we thought like abandoned houses that like, especially if you go out really rural in West Virginia, there are a lot. You'll find a lot of old abandoned like barns and houses and things like that. Even like abandoned like asylums. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, there's a whole like tourist industry based on that place. Well, there are ones that you aren't even supposed to, you know, go in, but but that people do go in. But you can go find these places. And like, I remember a moment in my life where I thought that was a fun thing to do. And I look back on that now and think I could have been shot. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, we live in West Virginia. I, yeah. Like, what was I thinking trespassing on these properties? And sometimes at night. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, we did this stuff at night. Did you do this, Taylor? Oh, yeah. We used to, gosh. Uh, I mean, like, I remember there was, we were really into ghost hunting for a while. So we would just look up, like, super haunted places and, like, go there late at night. But, I mean, we're still just, like, like a couple teenage girls driving around, like, going to... public parks cemeteries abandoned houses houses that are not abandoned to like creep around outside of to see (laughs) yeah like like that was like a whole thing i i i don't know i mean these were and what are what are teenagers other than i guess they're still jumping off cliffs what else are teenagers doing now are there new have you found new stunts um i mean there's a really old kind of creepy abandoned country club out um in spring valley ah uh that used to be like an actual big fancy country club with like a pool and tennis Mm -hmm. courts and a big main like uh i don't even know what the main area of a country club would be called (laughs) but the big main building that's like next to the pool um is super old and like all the windows are busted out it's covered in graffiti on the inside but you can go up there and you can still get to it you just kind of have to walk through the woods to get to it and people take a lot of pictures up there because if you get you can get to the roof by climbing through a window and it's like a super pretty view of like mm-hmm. you can see like just trees and stuff it's very pretty but there's a lot of graffiti there and it seems like everyone that goes up there you know takes a can of spray paint and like signs their name in some way like I'll, I've been up there before I've never you know spray paint anything because like I've never defaced the property I've never defaced the property I've trespassed but I've never defaced it um but like I'll recognize like 20 or 30 names of their people I go to school with that just go up there and visit and take pictures and then like spray paint their name or their Instagram handle somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only difference. (laughs) We used to climb up on top of things and like carve our initials and now we're spray painting Instagram handles. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's, do you think you guys are like climbing up on top of these abandoned structures and like trying to live out your dystopian teen? Exactly. (laughs) Hopes. Here we are. It's the yes, it's the Hunger Games. I'm Katniss. I'm sitting on the top of the abandoned country club (laughs) in District Twelve. You know, it is interesting though because um, 
to bring up like Instagram, a lot of the things that I feel like, I don't know, this might be because I'm, I'm an old person and I'm, I'm bitter. It's like, I feel like people do a lot of things just because it, it's a good picture, but like these same things that we did when, as a kid with no, there was no evidence. Like you could say you did it, but mm-hmm. you know, it was really just to the people that you did these things with. Like that was the people that knew. Like it, it is interesting now that it's like, you're still doing the same stuff, but is it for is it for the same reasons? Is there also that added benefit of like, then you can say you do it? Yeah. I mean, I think always whenever you go somewhere, like you bring the camera, you bring your phone, like take a picture of me while I'm up on this cliff. <laughs> while I'm literally breaking some sort of law, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny because I have, I have no pictures of any of that stuff. Oh. Yeah. I mean, all the stuff that I did, like I, I did the class, like I jumped off things and I broke into places I wasn't supposed to and I skinny dipped and I like I did all those things you're not supposed to do. I don't have any pictures from any of that. Yeah. Not that I wanted pictures of me skinny dipping. Right. I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, did I, what, so it doesn't seem to because my what I would wonder is would that up the ante? Because if you can take a picture of it. Well, think about all the dumb YouTubers who like. Well, I guess catch their true. backyards on fire and <laughs> you know i guess i guess shoot it, does. People with it has up the ante. like you take videos of it so you get a bunch of views hmm. um and i get i don't know I, so i guess that the like we kind of talked about with and we talked about this with the youtube episode kind mm-hmm. of that like it's the extension of when we were younger can i say the show title jack but uh, can I say that on our show? Is that, I feel like Jackbutt sounds that a way cuss? worse. <laughs> is that a curse? Is that a curse? I thought you'd said it on our show before. Did I say it on our show before? Well, I I'm going to say the title of that show on MTV from the 90s Here's now. a butt word warning. Yes, there's a butt word. The show was called Jack. To, to be fair, I'm pretty sure that Lin-Manuel Miranda was the first person to say that word on our show. So it's okay now because Lin did. He oh, made it okay. True. He yeah. made it okay. But that, it's an extension of that, right? I'm going to do this thing for my yeah. friends to see and laugh at, and I might get hurt, yeah. but I'm going to do it anyway. Well, I mean, America's Funniest Home Videos new. has been on TV yeah. for, like, all of the years. Dad is always turning it on on Sunday nights, and it's just videos of people getting hurt doing things, <laughs> mostly. That's so sad. Isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But I, I guess, I, and, you know, the other thing I will say, this is very this was a very obvious answer in my head but it only applied to me so this is my personal answer but um i'm sure there are other people like me that feel this way i may be more prone to do some of these things that i used to do that were dangerous if i didn't have kids now there's a part of me that says i can't do that like i have two kids to raise i can't take that kind of chance and i don't maybe i wouldn't maybe i maybe that was what flipped the switch i don't remember when i stopped jumping off cliffs but you can't show charlie it's okay to jump off cliffs because she would follow you (laughs) oh that's that's part of it too like i don't want to do anything that i don't want her doing and i don't want her doing anything dangerous ever yeah i think i think it's also just something that you can you know like it you you learn not to jump off cliffs anymore when you get older because suddenly it's like i bumped my knee on the counter and a week later i'm still limping I I am a mortal being that happens when you get older. I think that's part of it too. Right. Like I didn't even do anything and I am a bruise. Like I don't know. That really is true. Like I had friends with me who were like, yeah, I kind of bent my toe backwards jumping off of that rock and it might be 
broken like it's really bruised and swollen right now like it's fine i'm gonna go jump off this other one (laughs) no no thank you no it's it's when you get to that point in your life i still remember like it wasn't that long ago i was somewhere and i was sitting on this little stool and i was thinking gosh this is so uncomfortable these stools like how is everybody just sitting on the why why aren't there more comfortable chairs and i thought oh no (laughs) i'm old (laughs) i'm complaining about sitting on an uncomfortable chair you know who i hear say that a lot sydney who dad yeah well there you go yeah. that's that's what happens and then you start thinking well i can't fling my body off a cliff i can't handle sitting on a small stool <laughs> i can't walk down the street <laughs> i need a chair with lumbar support i can't <laughs> jump off a cliff yeah well so you have um, that to look forward to so jump off all your cliffs now riley because there's gonna yeah. be a day where you don't even like a, a, a small set of stairs is gonna make you go oh really uh. <laughs> is is four a good number of cliffs have that's I done a, enough cliffs? You did enough cliffs. Okay. Well, I've done four cliffs. Don't do any more. That's that's I've enough. I've done the four. I, my advice would be if you want to gauge, engage in these like adrenaline pumping activities, like do, do it with a professional company. Yeah. Like, the, I mean, I've, like I said, I've gone, I've gone rappelling and zip lining and rafting and all this stuff with professionals right. who are trained in it and know what to look for and know what they're doing and know how to keep you alive while you're doing it and I would advise that. And your body likes to be a ground body. Your body <laughs> likes to stay on the ground. Even if it doesn't, there are plenty of ways to do it in controlled environments where you are. Yes. It's simulated adrenaline. Like ride a roller coaster, go to a haunted house, try a VR experience, assuming you don't have motion sickness. <laughs> yeah, like one of those hurricane simulators they have in the mall. <laughs> That's not very exciting. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't think that's what we're talking about. Is that about, what you guys basically. stuck me at a COSI? That was terrible. It just messed up my hair. Yes, that's what that was. Oh, I didn't like that. Um, well, I I hope that you'll both be safe now, sisters. We've gotten all that out there. I think we've all met our, our cliff quotas mm-hmm. for our lifetimes. So. Um, we're done jumping off things. I don't know. Taylor, Taylor, you climbed Mount Fuji, so you're good. You don't need to climb anything else. Yeah. <laughs> I climbed, climbed the big the big thing. Yeah, I climbed Airport Mountain, so I'm <laughs> fine. <laughs> um, well, listeners, if you are planning on doing um, dumb teen stunts, please, well, don't. Do them safely. <laughs> and then yeah. they're not dumb. Then they're just, you know. Teen stunts. Teen stunts. <laughs> <laughs> or not teen stunts. Not so teen. If you're not a teen anymore, just a former, former teen. Former teen. Former teen. Um, just do things safely, you know. Like with. With professionals. Listen to mom. With professionals. Telling you to think safely. You can be safe and have fun at the same time. Well. (laughs) Well. (laughs) (laughs) That's what mom says. (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you, sisters, for joining me again this week. This was fun. Uh, Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Um, You can check out a lot of other great shows like ours at MaximumFun.org. You can um, tweet at us at stillbuff. You can email us if you have thoughts or suggestions or topics or anything like that at stillbuffering at maximumfun.org. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Your Mind. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And I was two. There's not water.
Fairhaven's a hip town. Craft breweries, killer music scene. There's only one catch. The bloodthirsty monsters. Feel free to hit the deck while we lay down some suppressing fire. You're gonna kill them? Nah, these are shock rounds, so it should just knock them out. We use these on the kids after they've had too much sugar cereal. Hun, stop, we do not. He's such a jokester, this one. Anyway, hit the deck, please. Ah! Yeah! Ah! Yeah! Get some! Take it! Get some! Yeah! <laughs> oh, good job, hon! That was uh, great! Oh, you're the best. Bubble, the sci-fi comedy from MaximumFun.org. Just open your podcast app and search for Bubble. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.